it's midi welcome to podcast number i've lost count anyway i'm here with an intellectual we are about to talk about diaspora and their entitlement so not every not every single one of them but some of them so fred no seriously <laughs> you put me to record another no no we are recording no 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 guys don't pay don't yeah, listen yeah. No, my friend, yeah, talk. You said, why the people for Yankee? Why the people in America? Mm-hmm. Like, African, Africans who've left, basically diaspora, from Africa, feel entitled about them getting contracts from government, from the government. That's the question. I mean, they lack experience. And they want to come in because they believe that they are just Ghanaians and they have a brilliant idea. The government should put everything aside and just listen to them or take their ideas. Like half the time, they are not even committed or have no roots to the country. You've come in within 12 to 18 months. You're already willing to give up to move back if things are not going your way. And you expect a government contract that is supposed to be a basically life-changing technology or whatever idea you are bringing for the people and for uh, for government your threshold your your sustenance level is minimum 12 to 18 months that just number one tells everybody that you are not serious about your ambitions if you really want to change the system you have to come and understand the system and how is your 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 idea even going to merge with the existing system you can't just come and say oh, i have an idea but the government is not willing to listen and that's why Ghanaians are stuck where they are stuck because they won't give their own young people an opportunity and therefore are moving back like that doesn't make any sense anywhere in the world if you live in america you know that your idea is not just going to be taken on by local government or federal government or state government if it hasn't gone through processes and you don't have a track record of being successful managing big projects right yeah it's a huge project you just come in i have an idea i want to revolutionize our dvla system and i want to digitalize this and i want to do that and i want to do this yes they are all great ideas but what is your level of commitment have you even built relationships in the country for people to vouch for you and say you know what this guy can do the job now it doesn't always work like that obviously there's corruption there's this there's that but the people in corrupt positions have nurtured those relationships over time. And just like anywhere else in the world, Americans are not just handing out contracts like candy to people walking off the street because they are American young and have a bright idea. No, those relationships are also being leveraged in America. We just have those relationships here as well. So there's cronyism in America. There's all those things. Mm -hmm. Simply put, all I'm saying is people from the diaspora, when they come, They have to be significantly more patient, understand that the system is its own beast. And if you truly want to help Ghana, it is not a flippant, I gave an idea and it didn't take it, so fuck you guys, I'm going. It has to be more concerted. Like you have to come, understand the system, implant yourself and be willing to build a life here. If you can't build a life here and you don't want to build a life here and you don't want to be a part of Ghana, you can't expect people to be throwing contracts at you in 18 months. There are, com- there are companies that have been in this country since their inception. And it takes them sometimes as long as 5 to 10 years to get their first government contract. Everybody is bidding. Like, it's no joke. Mm. So don't come in and think that you have some fresh idea and, you know, you are the smartest out of the group and therefore Ghanaians are going to perish because they didn't give you an opportunity. Right. 
Okay, so that makes a lot of sense. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this short podcast. That was... <laughs> I know I made mistakes at, in the beginning, but, you know, I don't care. So, so that was Frederick Yemo. You can follow him on Instagram. You can follow him on Twitter. He actually talks about this a lot on Twitter, so Twitter will be the perfect place to follow him. His mention is 80GRIOTS. 80 Grio. So follow him now and engage with him. It's Ismid D. <laughs> <This is good>. <laughs> <laughs>Hi guys, this is part two. I randomly caught Fred and I'm about, he said he wants to refine his points. Or the point he tried to make in the part one didn't necessarily hit, so. Fred, drop. Every time he bids me question, he bids me <laughs> drop. I don't think you'll be talking what I really want to talk about. Honestly, though. No, you like, drop, drop the gems. I, I or your point of view. The yeah. main point is that the changing of Ghana as a society, as a place where we all want to be uh, in love with, like we're in love with the West, it's going to take time and commitment. You can't come to the country and expect change in two years or five. You can't come to the country and especially expect change in 12 months or 16 months. And then when things don't go your way, you just get upset and pack your things and leave. That is the main point. Regardless of what you're trying to do, even if you're in the private sector, even if you're in the public sector, things take time. There's no business that's successful overnight anywhere on the planet. So when you come to your own home country, your nose up in the air thinking that you're better than everybody, smarter than everybody, you need to tamper it down because there are people who have been in the system who have put in effort, they've put in time, they've sacrificed blood, sweat and tears, and they're still struggling. But if you're not part of the the fight, if you're not a part of the movement, if you're not a part of being in Ghana to try and change things. I was doing the same thing. When I was living in America, I was criticizing, why don't you guys do this? But once you come down and you're a part of the system and you realize how difficult it is and how the systems are very entrenched and opaque and you can't break through, then you realize that it requires a different form of commitment, a totally different mindset. Like you have to commit that this is a lifelong journey. It cannot be, oh, it's, it's going to change in two years, it's going to change in three. But things will get better. Your connections will get stronger. Your relationships will be more solid. And I hate to be a dick about it, but with time, some of these old heads are going to die. Somebody has to replace them. If you are not in poor position to replace them to effect the change that you want, there's no one to blame. You can sit in the West with your talent all day long and keep pointing out what's wrong with Ghana. But if you're not on the ground, willing to commit your life to changing it, there's really no point in complaining. Mm, Period. That'd be crazy. Yeah, finish. So, make a, go make 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> so no, 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 no. But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the points. We just, we just will have, like, we have to get together as a people. Everybody, they like make CEO or head of honcho too much. We have to have like a panel, come together as a people and put our heads together. There are enough talented people, enough smart people 
enough young people that we don't even collaborate we don't work together yeah. everybody wants to do their own thing so there's no particular industry for anything whether it's fashion whether it's entertainment whatever it is we don't move like an industry right because everyone is trying to cut you know or show that they are better or they are on top or whatever but a lot of these things require a collaborative spirit and effort you can't do it on your own if you find somebody who does a good job you should be willing to refer them to your other colleagues in the industry so that that person's business will be boosted as well and then you guys can set that standard that you know what we're not falling below this standard this is what how we want things this is how we're going to go about it this is the go-to person and let's all like support that person to build the industry right. not i'm going to keep a secret I'm, i want to be the only one who's doing it or whatever the insecurities that we have are like it's yeah. pretty shallow it's shallow thinking like you know so okay so what be the next what be the action step right now For what's me, the first step okay what are the first three steps you can suggest and yeah what are the first three steps you can suggest now like i can get to it now like today if you live outside and you have you come from some sort of privilege or you have the financial means to move back to ghana and not move back to ghana expecting to be whipping around in flashy cars and popping bottles that's not the moving back to ghana i'm talking about if you can move back to ghana and you come from privilege maybe your parents have properties you can live somewhere rent free or you can come with resources and build that is the first step have a commitment to come to ghana to stay not to give yourself an out that okay i'm going to give it two years i'm going to give it three years if it doesn't work out i'm out you have to come here with a commitment that you know i'm going to set a 10-year plan within those 10 years i want to have my own home i want to have my business running i want to be able to support my family but i also want to be a part of something bigger than myself which is helping ghana change progressively right. like little by little i mean that's the first main step the rest of it it will work itself out once you're in the system and you're committed to being in the system you make the connections you form the right relationships if you are open-minded enough if you come and you think you're better than everybody else and you don't want to fuck with everybody else then you're going to be isolated and that's how you're going to feel like the system is resisting you but if you come and you humble yourself that you know what I'm part of a bigger cause. I, I'm not here to dictate or throw my weight about. Mm -hmm. I want to collaborate with people to bring about change. That's where it's at. Like, that is the only place it's at. There's nowhere else it's So is. that's number one. And only. First no. step. <laughs> yeah. There's no step two. There's no step three. Like, uh, uh, right, right. One and only step you need to right, take. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Charlie. So, and what what can we do on the, the people on the ground, like people who they? What can we do? People in Ghana just need to be a little bit more committed to the right thing. Like we are all part okay. of the system. We feed the corruption, so on and so forth. But we need to start seeing each other as a larger group. So, if you know Kwame, for instance, is not somebody who's willing to pay bribe but wants to do business the straight way, mm -hmm. then deal with him the straight way. Don't try and come and cripple his business with your, you know, cutting corners. So we just need to identify each other mm. and, and collaborate instead of wanting to cut corners like, oh, Charlie, bro, make we do, I'm sorry, this one, nothing will happen. Like, you know, give yourself standards. Like, when I'm I'm trying to approach anything, I'm thinking world standard. I'm not thinking, oh, but Ghana is, is shit. So we can give them shit stuff 
and it's going to be okay. Even in your establishments, like train your workers, how they talk to customers. We are all constantly complaining about customer service. But every single establishment I've been in in this country that was um, established by somebody who lived overseas, like a diaspora, mm. still has shitty customer service. The same service that they won't be willing to accept when they're living in the West, their employees are given to their customers and they don't care because they are never in the shops. They are sitting at home playing boss and they don't care about how the business is being run. So mm. we stay frustrated. So I'm like, what's the difference between you and the locals? Mm. You claim you have all this knowledge, you've come from overseas, but you don't even take your time to train right. your workers, do nothing. So you walk in there, you spend your money and you still feel like you're being treated like shit. So, I mean, you know, we need to wake up. Like, oh. we like talk. We need talk, but we know they do action. More action, less talking. Right. All right, cool, Michel cool, Okwabo. cool, cool. <laughs> Hi guys, it's 2.16 a.m. on July 6th, 2019 and I'm up. My mind is racing. I have this Michael Jackson thriller piece I have to complete and where is that now? The colors are subtle, you're really subtle and really like pink, really like blue with beige, the lightest shade of beige and you know the regular Medici red face with the Thriller Wolf face and yeah I like it I like it a lot the colors just have to fill themselves in so that's what I'm thinking about now and yeah basically that's pretty much it Hi guys, um, <laughs> it's Midi and it's Ibio. I have Ibo here with me. We are, what do you call it? At home, and we are just talking about life and love and relationships and God and like stuff that everyone, I believe, everyone thinks about. So, anyway, Ibo, so what were you saying about love and compact? Drop those uh, gems. <laughs> basically, I was saying that God is love, right. and when Jesus was on earth, he he asked us. He summarized the the whole law of right. Moses into two laws. That was love the Lord your God, and then love your neighbor as yourself. So, when it comes to choosing a life partner. It should be since we are supposed to love Wait. our yeah, neighbors, right? Okay. Since we are supposed to love mother, <clears throat> brother, sister, friend, like since love is a given that we are supposed to offer in this life, it shouldn't be the main Careful. criteria, shouldn't be the main criteria by which you choose a life partner because it's 
not to make it sound like a business deal but it is a partnership for life who you get married to so apart from love not saying that love is not important but love is a foundation it's a given you should give to all but apart from love you should consider more compatibility and goals you know more parameters that make you deliberately choose something okay yo it's midday <laughs> and i have um ebo here with me he's one of um the people i really respect in terms of like everything everything about Ibo. if you know the way there's i don't know any human being who doesn't like Ibo. he's he's funny he's hilarious he's witty he's smart and yeah charlie he get gems he has a lot of gems so we are about to talk about we're talking about relationships and if i was going to get mad if any of my boys wanted to see my ex or started dating my ex so Ibo, i'd miss you this right um should i be upset if you end up dating let's say my ex i don't want to mention the name because because <laughs> <laughs> i don't know which one i'll get upset but yeah do you think it's because you're growing up that me and you don't care about those things yeah i think um it has to do with the experience of going through what you've gone through but also no first sorry, let me make things clear guys we are talking about um Us as men, like boys in general right now, do you want to get... Am I going to get upset that, like, a boy is going to go out with one of my exes? Like, should I... Is, is, should I be... A, what am I going to say? No, I'll end this podcast. I was about to say, let's start over, but no. Nah. So, I'm not going to... Okay, so personally, I'm not going to get upset with a boy if he ends up seeing any of my exes. You know, I don't know if it's because I've grown up and we are trying to figure out what it is, so yeah, we'll drop the gems. What was I saying? I'm saying that clearly it's a seed of bitterness if you and a girl's relationship didn't succeed, and for that reason, you don't want your friend to try and succeed with her. I think it's clearly a seed of jealousy and bitterness because why, <laughs> why not? <laughs> No, because you feel that your friend is not going to try because i mean you are not all equally gifted right yeah so but then do you think the friendship will ever be the same do you think it's going to change regardless be a hundred percent honest like with 100%, yourself i don't think um it changes automatically but if if both of you are mature it shouldn't really change because I think you both have come to a certain level of regard for relationships and the feasibility or lack thereof of the relationship. So if you and a woman fail, you are definitely going to try and go out with someone. Okay, so let's so if she let's say you are dating my ex, right, and she comes to my house, you go ball to visit you. Of course. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm saying that right now, I don't think... So, um, okay, so basically, it complicates things. 
to some extent. Oh yeah, but it's the mind that complicates things, not the circumstance, because there's no reason why you can't come and ask. Do you understand what's going on? Like there's oh. no reason. But it's just that the likelihood that you take it some kind of way if I ask is also there. Do you understand? Right. So it complicates things. Like we complicate things. The way our mind thinks complicates things, but things aren't really so complex. Okay, so yeah. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about art. What do you think about the art scene in Ghana? Uh, I mean, the art scene in Ghana is only in its infancy, like, if I'm going to be, on, be honest. Not that the Ghanaian art scene is in its infancy, but in Ghana, like, in the country, I see it as being in its infancy. There are a lot of upcoming artists with great potential in, in my in my eyes. Like they have the potential to be world changers and there's about a dozen of them in, in Accra right now, in Ghana right now. So I see it as a a new bird. Alright. Let's see where God takes it. This question the book. Okay, let's um wait. Guys one second. It's midday. Today, someone on um, Instagram asked me the inspiration behind my name. And I don't know. Some When people ask me these things, I, I normally don't want to tell them. Or I tell them something as short as is it means a leader or I'm called to lead. But what people need to understand also is it's my God name. I don't know how to explain God name to everyone. Your God name is something God gave you. A name God gave you that like your parents didn't give you. You know? It's your person is a God is a name God basically gave you that your parents didn't give you. So Medici is a name I got from God. If you understand it, you understand. If you don't, you will when you think about it some more. Anyway, I'm here with Ibo. He's a friend. We've been friends since Alphabeta, and that's been like what? Hey, when did we finish? Yes, like 15 years. And Charlie, this guy has helped me, um, I don't know, so many times. So many times. When I started, when I started, um, pray he was there when i started Kwame J my brand like he's been there to offer like solid advice and you know wisdom so i respect him highly i love him he's he's a great person to be friends with so he's here we're about to talk about art we'll talk about god we'll talk about girls but yeah so ebo ebo drop haha <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway okay so let's talk about let's talk about god first mm-hmm. so basically i know there have been i've i've basically been scared of god i feel like if i do something this guy will send me to hell something like that. so it's been i've been living a life of saints and sinners like today i'm good 
when I sleep, I feel so bad. I feel like a sinner. I no longer feel like a saint. Like, you know, I find myself repeating some mistakes, some bad habits that I know I shouldn't be doing. So, what, like, um, what do you have to say on that? Like, how do I deal with that? Or how does anyone who is in, a, like, a similar situation deal with what I'm going through? Um, it is prideful to think you can do anything on your own, like on your own strength as a human being. Said it is prideful to think that you can do anything as yourself as a human being because before you wake up in the morning, God gives you breath of life, so it's nothing you can do on your own strength or on your own steam. So if you want to quit backsliding, if you want to quit any sin conscious activity then you just need to ask help from the one that you know can give it right 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 so basically we should ask for help basically you can't do it like you have tried your whole life to quit a bad habit and you haven't quit by now i mean something should tell you that if you continue trying it won't work (laughs) (laughs) by yourself (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. So, okay. 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 I will. I will. Secondly, okay, so, what do you think about friends? And are you a different person to a different friend, or are you the same throughout? Like, do you change personalities for different friends? Or are you the same throughout? I don't think I ever change personalities because... I don't know. That's weird. I think I'm myself, but I react differently to different people. So it's still myself. But you cannot basically react the same to everyone because everyone is different. Everyone acts a certain way towards you, so you inform your reactions. I don't think you can generalize I mean, you can generalize and say that you you act one way to all your friends. Mm. I don't think so. Okay. True. 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 Yeah. Because I also like have different personalities. But I don't say they are bad things. I just, just try and study people and at the same time, I try not to care at the same time, like, you know, just, I don't know how to explain it to make sense, but, but yeah, some things are not meant to make sense for everyone, so I guess. Me, I try not to think about, I try not to think about other people, I rather try my best to think about myself, because other people have the same ability to think about themselves, and if we all did that, then we'll all be the wiser to react in in any situation. So I think try and study yourself before you try and study anyone else, and then you see how to act to get a favorable response. True, true. Know yourself, study yourself. Know what you like, know what you don't like. And don't study other people because... 
I always say this, you have a hundred percent of your energy to control the things you can control and someone else is something you can't control. So why spend mm. a little bit on Whoa, whoa. That wait, wait. That is um profound. I understand what you're saying. At the same time, um I study people, so I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what you are really trying to say. And what I mean by that is, like, I studied Steve Jobs. I studied Walt Disney. I've studied Jay-Z. I've studied Oyedepo. I've studied Mesa Autoville. Not like I know 100%. Yeah, Or, like, I studied them. I've read, like, books on them, you know. Yeah. I've seen documentaries. So is that a bad thing? Are you saying that's a bad thing? No, I'm saying that you have studied the information that they have put out or they have published. And that mm. is information that they have thought about so it is worthy information to go in, in, into but like general information about their lives the number of their children their children's names ages i think that's a bit weird it's a bit psycho i think you should focus on the things that <laughs> <laughs> you see yeah I, I think you should focus on the things that are important yourself is very important because before you can understand anyone else. You can you must understand yourself. So right. I think it's it's good to build a foundation first for you. Right. House. Okay. And what do you think about relationships now? Building relationships with women. Oh, guys, the come dog come is come here. Come stop! Come stop! 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 Hey, Millie really just came. <laughs> Stop, stop. We're not going to do anything. Get out of here. Millie, Millie, go. Uh, Millie, go. Millie, stop. It doesn't mean I want to jump. Stop. I don't want to play. Millie, Millie. I think it's a game. Ebo, guys, I have to... <laughs> it's really scared of a little broom slap. Anyway, guys, it was fun. I'm sure I'll edit the last part out, but... Yeah. This is the Medici show. <laughs>